his words Through the portraits and the stories I have seen and I am The testimony and the lies he touched Oh, we love to sing his praises We still thank to him so much You say you can't so well, will 
see Jesus. Woo. That's a message, isn't it? I see Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Awesome job. Awesome job. Love my sisters. Uh, Linda decided she'd come tonight. And I, me and Brenda was in the bedroom getting ready. And I said, uh, I said, why is Linda coming tonight? She's coming to hear me preach or hear you sing. She said, I don't know. You know how Linda is. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm so thankful to be here tonight and get my notes out here. I tell you what, it's been an awesome service already, you know, uh, with the, the, the anointing. It's, <laughs> it's already here. It's kind of easy to be able to just go with the flow and, and uh, speak God's word. But uh, I give God glory and I give God honor because, you know, um, it's an honor to speak his word. It, it's nothing but an honor to, to be able to stand up and, and read scripture and, 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 and deliver what God has put on your heart. And I give him glory and, and I give my pastors honor. I honor my pastors, you know, for the opportunity. And I love you, Brother JT. I tell you what, he is my little brother. I claim him. He's my little brother. And, and honestly, I don't know anybody that preaches Jesus any harder than you. And I appreciate you. You know, and I am so thankful that I got in in time to see what God's doing. Come on, you. honey, come on. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing, and I love the Lord. And, whoo, I tell you what. You know, uh, I got a good friend who's a minister. We're really good friends. I mean, we went to school together. We graduated together, and we're really good friends. And. And I, and I thank the world of him and love him, you know. But we really don't agree on the Bible. We, we just don't. We, can, we can't come to an understanding and agreement. And uh, he told me, he said, Mary, women shouldn't preach. The Bible says that women needs to be quiet in the church. He said, and honestly, you don't need to be testifying. Don't need to be saying nothing testifying. He said, Mary, he said, I'm going to be preaching this such and such Sunday. He said, won't you come and hear me? Come to my church and hear me preach. I said, brother, I can't come to your church. He said, well, why not? I said, because I'll get kicked out. He said, well, what do you mean by that? I said, because when you start talking Jesus, I'm probably going to say amen. When you start talking Jesus and talking about he delivers and how he heals and how he sets free, I'm not going to stand up and testify. I said, I'll get kicked out. I can't come. God's done so much for me, I can't. I, I can't be quiet. I mean, I, I can't. You know, uh, um, I, let me tell you something. I want to talk about worship tonight. I want to talk about praise tonight. You know, your praise ain't crazy. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. And it doesn't matter how you praise Him. Whether you're standing up screaming hallelujah or whether you're down on your knees crying. It doesn't matter. God hears everything. And we know we know that Jesus welcomes people that will worship Him. He welcomes you. If you're going to worship Him, you're His people. You're His people. And I just love the Lord tonight and I just praise Him. I tell you what, when you see people praising the Lord, really praising the Lord, Claudie, you know they've been through something. 
When you see a drug addict that you that used to once was a drug addict, when you see them in church standing up and praising the Lord, you better know they've been through something. Let me tell you something. If you haven't really seen a drug addict praise the Lord, come sit beside me. Come sit beside of me. When you see someone who's been healed of cancer, going through things, stand up and praise the Lord, you know they've been through something. You know, I sit up here on these drums, I have a bird's eye view, and I, and I watched Ronnie one day after he just got horrible news, standing right here, just had his arms lifted, wasn't saying a word in tears, Come on. tears flowing. And those tears and them arms us was just saying, I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. You've healed me before. And I know you're going to do it again. When you see people like that, praise the Lord, you better know they've been through something. They've been through something. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory, I'm telling you. I want to talk about a woman tonight that's been through something. Hallelujah. I'm going to try to express God. I don't know if you can or not. I'll tell you, the anointing is so strong here. I don't know if y'all, if y'all not feeling the anointing, you would wet. Let me tell you. Because I'm going to tell you something. The anointing is here tonight. Come on. But if y'all want to turn with me and stand for the reading of the word, I'm going to be in Luke 7, 36. And then I'm going to hit some verses down through there. So You guys got it? All right. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him weeping. And began to wash his feet with tears. And did wipe them with the hairs of their head. And kissed his feet and anointed them with the oil. Now Heavenly Father as I come before you tonight. I come before you with honor and praise. I come before you Lord with thanks. Being thankful, God, for what you've already done here. God, I, I just want to praise you myself and give you thanks for the good report for McKinley. God, as you know, we've been praying hard for her. And God, I just thank you. And God, as I come before you, I ask, Lord, that you anoint my lips. And Lord, that you will anoint my friends' ears, Lord, that they may hear. And God, I ask you boldly that if I speak anything that is not the truth, you mute me. Yes. God, I pray right now, Lord, that you just have your way tonight. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. If you ask me about this one, now listen, I, I've said this before when I preach, I'm a very visual person. I like to read it and then see it in my mind of how it happened. And I think about this woman. If you ask me, this lady, she was a student of the streets. Come on. She was a student. I'm going to tell you something right now. If anybody ever tried to steal my, my message and use my notes, they wouldn't get very far because they're a mess. Anyway, this woman, she, I feel like she was a student of the streets. I feel like maybe she was on the street, maybe, maybe on the street corner. And maybe some people walked by and said, hey, did you hear Jesus is in town? Hey, did you hear that? Jesus is hanging out over there at the Pharisee's house. 
And maybe she heard that. And maybe she's tired of the way she was living. And she said, immediately, probably, there's, there's my way out. There's my way out. So she goes to him. And she lays down and she bows at his feet and she begins to weep. And she begins to worship him. And she begins to wash his feet with the tears coming out of her eyes. That was her worship. Amen. It's good. And Jesus welcomes people that worship him. Amen. Yes. But immediately, what happened? The Pharisee. And I like J.T. told one time was preaching and he said, them Pharisees, they the bad guys. I've always remembered that. So this Pharisee, the bad guy, immediately, the religious guy, he may have been around religious people, immediately, he starts thinking, if this man was really a prophet, he would know this woman's a sinner. He would know it. He didn't, he didn't embrace the, the thing, you know, we live, we live kind of in a time like that. He wasn't, he, he, did, he wasn't happy for her at all. He wasn't happy for her at all. But we live in a time of day that sometimes we see our brother or sister get blessed and we ain't happy at all. I told somebody one time, if you're praying for your enemies, you better mean it because when God blesses them, you don't know it. You better make sure you know, you know that, that you're okay with it. Because the devil be away, throw it right back in your face. But you pray for him anyway. But he wasn't happy. This, this Pharisee wasn't happy. He immediately started judging her. He judged her immediately. She just did a nasty sinner. He started judging her. You know, the, the Bible doesn't say exactly what her sins were. But just visualizing and thinking, she could have been a prostitute. She could have been an addict. Amen. She could have been the party girl that couldn't stay sober. Come on. We don't know what her sins was. She could have been a thief. See she could have been a liar. Now Jesus knew. Come on. But I'll tell you what I'm pretty sure she was. She was broken. Amen. She felt worthless, hopeless. She had a lot of shame, a lot of guilt. She was bound Living in bondage of sin. Yeah. She was doing what she could do. Amen. To get to the man that could set her free. I remember a time in my life. I, it's been a couple of years ago. I was, I was, it was a very hard time in my life. Uh, people, you've, you've heard me talk about after I got saved. Uh, I started battling the mind game. And trying, That's you know, word. the drugs coming back to me. And oh, trying to pull oh. me back. And I had darkness over me, and I, and, I, and I had to battle every single day. And I was going to, I was going to a church in, in Richlands and it, on a Monday night. Went every Monday night, I stayed faithful. No matter what I was going through, I stayed faithful. Other people would, would tell me, just stay faithful. Come on. You'll, you'll get your breakthrough. Stay faithful. Stay faithful. Come on. So every Monday night, I was at 180. Jerry knows. I was at 180. I'd come to a time... That I was at the forks of the road. There's a one going left and the one going right. Now this one going left, I stood and stared at it. And I said, I can take this and it's wide. It's wide. There's plenty of room for my addiction. There's plenty of room for my ungodly lifestyle. There's plenty of room for my sin. 
And with all that, there's a lot of hurt and brokenness. Plenty of room for all that. Amen. Come on, bro. But I was, I was battling. Amen. I was battling bad. Come on. And I looked down the narrow road. Amen. I said, I got to make a choice. Amen. Right here, right now, I felt like God was saying, you make a choice. You make a choice. You know what I did? I decided that I was going to go down that narrow path. And let me tell you something. I didn't just glide right through it. I didn't just walk right through it. There was days I crawled. Come on, But I was praising God. I would get back up and I was praising God. I would stumble, but I was praising God. That's how I've been walking. There's that times now that sometimes I stumble, sometimes I fall, but I'm still praising God because he helps me get back up. Hallelujah. But I went to that church over there at 180. I went over there and I come in broken and I come in struggling. I come in, but I was praising the Lord. We were doing praise and worship every Monday night for many nights. And even though I was struggling, but I was still trying to stay on that straight, narrow path. Come on, Holly. Come on. And when we praised the Lord, I'd stand there and I'd say, Amen. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. That's That's how I praise Him. That's how I still praise Him. And I had a religious person. Come on. Come on. Bad guy. Pharisee. Amen. After I read the Bible and see you, they got them in there too. We got them here. Not this church, but anyway, this person gets up. I'm sitting on the front row. And I'm praising the Lord. I'm hallelujah. And they get the microphone and they say, Don't you ever get tired of hearing somebody stand right over there, praise the Lord? They ain't in the right spirit. But like the Pharisee in the Bible, what well, he had no clue what that lady was going through. That's good. He had no clue that when she come in there and she fell at his feet, she was giving him his, all her brokenness. She was giving him all her heartache. She was surrendering to him. Those people over there didn't have a clue what I would go through day after day. To, and go and still be faithful and come the battles I was fighting, and they judge me. Uh-huh. They judge me. It's good, Murray. Now Jesus spoke up. The woman I do believe realized that she was being judged. You know, at first he heard it through his mind. You know, he knew what he was thinking. But the things that he said, that woman could have just got up and said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm everything." That he's thinking that I am. But the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus. Once you felt it. Once you felt it, you know it. And those times when I struggled so bad, I felt his love. See, I knew, just like this woman knew, that she needed to be in the presence of the Lord to be set free. So I was trying. They didn't realize when they were judging me. Struggling, yeah, I was messing up, but they didn't realize I was trying to hold on. They didn't realize I wanted to be in the presence. 
judging her, Jesus said to Simon, he said that there was a creditor. He said he gave out, two people come to him need borrow money. That's why I'm just going to say it in my words. <laughs> two people come to him need borrow money. He gave one $500 and he gave one fifty. That's what he was telling the Pharisee. He said when the time come for them to pay up, they couldn't pay up. So he forgave their debts. Now, now Simon, which one of these do you feel like was the most thankful? He said, I guess the one you forgave the most. He said, you guessed right. That's why I love the Lord. Amen. Because let me tell you what. He has forgiven me of many, many things. You know, there's some things. I tell parts of my story all the time, but there's some parts of my story that God has not made me share. Good thought. Good thought. And Come on. I'm glad, but I know that one day if he ever makes me, I will. Amen. But people don't understand what people are going through. Amen. People, people will judge people's praise. And let me tell you something. Your praise is your weapon. If the devil steals your praise, he has you. No matter where you are, Claudia, we got to praise him. No matter what we're going through, if we have to praise him falling down, we're praising him. We're praising Him. We're stumbling. We're praising Him. Hallelujah. Glory. He honors. He honors the praise. He accepts the ones that will truly worship Him. And it takes sometimes being very broken. Broken to be able to do that. To pour out all my brokenness for Him to fill me up with Him. I tell you what. God is so good and I love Him so much. He's great. I love him so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The woman was set free. Amen. Jesus made her whole. Oh, yes. He didn't judge her. He even said, I, your sins are many, kid. <laughs> I know you've been sinning. I mean, you know, he told her your sins are many. But you know what? He, he judged her heart. Come on, honey. Come on. He judged I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that I serve a God that will look at my heart and not my thoughts. I'm so glad that I have Jesus Christ's blood who, 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 who washes away everything, Claudia. When, when they even went back to the last x-ray, they couldn't find it. When, when, people, when, when, the, when the accuser comes, Jesus I don't see it. Come on, come on. Come on. I don't see it. Because he done forgot it. He done threw it away. He done forgave me. Washed us clean. I, I don't know if we can ever really comprehend the deepest. The Bible says he can wash away the deepest things. Glory be to God. I'm, I'm getting ready to come to a close. If you want to come to the piano. <clears throat> when I was living in Whitfield, I lived out there about five years. I was getting deeper and deeper into the drugs. And I was getting deeper and deeper in trouble with the law. I didn't have money to buy food. 
They were times that I was homeless. All I had was my car. Everything I owned was in the back of my car, my trunk and my back seat. It was in the dead of winter. I had no place to lay my head. Now they was drug houses. I stayed in drug houses a lot. I stayed in houses, you know, the dope houses and slept on the floor and wherever I needed to. But there were several, several times that I'd wait till about 11 o'clock at night when I knew the parking lot would be empty. And I'd drive to the Whitfield Hospital and I would park underneath the street light out in the parking lot. Come on. And I wouldn't have much gas. And I would, all I had in my back, in my back seat, I had a lot of blankets because it was cold. And I start my car up and I turn it just as hot as I could get, turn the heat on, get it really, really hot. And I'd pop me a bunch of pills that I knew I was going to, it was going to make me go to sleep. And I'd get it really hot and I'd turn my car off because I didn't have much gas. And I'd climb in the back seat and I'd go to sleep. Wake up about four o'clock in the morning, maybe just start the car up and get it hot again and pop some more pills and go back to sleep. But you know what? Mama, I'd call, Mommy would call me and she knew I was struggling. She knew that there was days I didn't have food. She, she knew they were, they were things on, that I had to compromise myself yes. to get money for my dope and to have maybe a little money on the side to get something to eat, things that I would never do. Had my mind and my body not have been taken over from the drugs. My mommy would say, my mommy would call me, and I'd answer the phone, and she always made sure I had a phone. She always made sure I had a lifeline. She'd say, Mary, and my daddy would be on the other end. She'd say, Mary, if you would come home, I could help you. Me and your daddy could help you. If you would only come home, me and your daddy could help you. You know what? The devil don't want you coming home. Right. He don't want you coming home. Yeah, come on. Because once you come home yes. yeah. and you come into that loving arms of Christ, come on. you know, when that lady was on the streets and she heard about Jesus and she decided to go give Jesus everything she had, all of her praise and worship him and wash his feet with her tears and made the devil mad. Yeah. The devil don't want us coming home. He don't, but I thank God I serve a God that if He wanted you, He's going to get you. He'll get you home. He'll get you home. Hallelujah. I'm so glad I love, I love the Lord and I'm so glad that He got me home. When I first got saved and I'm closing, you know, yeah, I stand up and I scream praise the Lord and hallelujah and amen as loud as I can. But you don't have to. You don't have to. One of the closest encounters that I had with God when I, when I first got saved, somebody invited me to come to a prayer meeting. And I went to a prayer meeting. And when I walked in, there were people around the altar. And they wasn't quiet. They was praising the Lord and, you know, just a cr praising the Lord and crying and speaking in tongues. And then there were people walking Walking around, praising the Lord, speaking in tongues, praying. They was really feeling the presence of the Lord. When I came in, I sat about four rows from the back. And I sat there for two hours 
I never moved. I never lifted my hand. I never spoke a word. But my heart cried out. I felt like that was a time that I sat at Jesus' feet when I was so, just sat there so quietly. Just sat there quietly. Never moved. Never lifted my arm. Just sat there quietly. And I wept. I feel like that I was at Jesus' feet. I do. No one in there could have been in his presence anymore than I was. And I was just sitting there. I needed that time. We all need that time. I made a post on Facebook the other day. I was going boot camp. I was going to work hard. And I was going to get as close to the Lord as I could. And I found myself sitting in the car being all quiet. Meditating on Jesus and how good he is. And I couldn't have gone any closer. I don't know about you all, but there's times that we need to sit at his feet. Come on. There's times we need to just cry at his feet. I tell you what, I love the Lord. And you know, this altar is always open. If anybody feels like they just want to sit at his feet and cry. Let your tears fall upon his feet. Hallelujah. There's nothing. You will never get no closer or feel the presence anymore of the Lord than sitting at his feet. Thank you guys for your attention. You know, Paul says that he come to encourage and he hoped to be encouraged. Gosh, I've been encouraged tonight. Claudia, been encouraged tonight. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He never left me. Come on now. No, I turn my back on him. Come on now. Living in a world of sin. Trying to run away again. Come on now. But he never left me. Come on. I chose to walk away. Come on. And even when I couldn't pray, He never left me. Lift that hand up. Come on. I chose the wrong road. Hallelujah. Oh, you see, it looked good to me. Come on. I walk blindly onward. Come on. And you know I just could not see. And I was lost and dying. Come on. Oh, but now I'm trying. Oh, I reached out to Jesus, and you know He reached out to me. Come on, sing it, church, sing it. And He never left me. Although I turned my back on Him, Hallelujah. Even in a world. Trying to run away again. 
but he never left me when I chose to walk away even when I couldn't pray he never left me oh sickness can't stay any longer come on your perfect love is casting out fear oh and you are the god of all power oh and it is your will that my life is healed oh i reach my hands to the heavens i lift my eyes where my hell comes from i look to you my rock my healer i trust in you just lift your hands all over this place tonight church oh i reach my hands to the heavens lift my eyes where my hell comes from i look to you my rock my healer i trust in you just say right there if you had a miracle in the last month if God has touched you in a way that you had a miracle performed in your life in the last month nobody else to sit down the ones that's got a, had a miracle in their lives in the last month perform won't you keep standing look around this church this One's up front, just stand up and look. And they say miracles is not happened today. We can we we can patty cake, patty cake, but this is a miracle. Somebody says, I want a sign. I'm not gonna preach. I want a sign. Well, you've got a sign. Let's give God a standing ovation. For the miracles that he's performed in the last month. Think about that. Think about that. In the last month. The last month. Amen. God's a good God. God's a good God. Good God. Good God. 